Well, good morning, good day, good evening. My name is Jill, and these are a version of my journals out loud. And I just want to set the stage. Uh, I'm recording this Monday morning because I want to try and get it to you early Tuesday instead of late in the day. We've got a fire going. The dog is not asleep, so she's busy, and she's working on her little... I found these at the dollar store. They're buffalo... Uh, not not American buffalo, but water buffalo hooves, I think, or horns or something. But anyways, they were a dollar, and they are a godsend. She just works and works and works on them, and they don't go away. So, uh-oh, she just picked up the stuffed toy. So I'm not here to give you a blow-by-blow blow of the dog in action, the little white terror. But we're here to start the week off, and... I have been spinning out, you know, trying to think, how do we even talk about everything that's going on? There's so much going on out in the world. Uh, we are now post-election, even though some people are still counting. I think we can comfortably say we can see what version of the future is coming to us by politics. Uh, for those of you who have been following, you know, headlines in terms of diesel shortages and supply chain breakdowns and and uh, this crypto thing going on, you know, we are starting to see more and more chaos out in the world. And it's hard to not have that trigger and internal chaos, especially as we move into a season like winter, which is, at least for me and for those of you who live in cold climates, much more energetically demanding. It requires more fuel in terms of wood or propane or oil or however you heat your environment. It requires more, you know, attention because you can't not take care of things or you can freeze to death. You know, the summer you get hot, but you're not going to die. You're just going to be uncomfortable. But winter requires a level of vigilance that the other seasons really don't. I mean, they each have their own thing, but winter itself, while at the same time, you know, in, in some ways it's a, it's a quieting, you know, the world quiets out in the nature's version, not the political version. Uh, nature quiets. We are meant to quiet. Winter is the season of letting down and darkness and waiting and sort of doing more internal work but the reality is is the more you live closer to nature's system I find the more intensive the workload is but a different kind you know a lot of traditional culture and society you know there's it's a four season year right and so you you work all year to prepare for winter but when you live in it at a very simple basic level uh, there's just no end like I can't just sit inside and stoke the fire there's a lot that needs to get done to manage the intensity of this winter season and the reality is is for those of us who have uh, made the decision to go up in elevation <laughs> not excited about that decision uh, not only is it colder but the forecast for this winter is even colder than normal and I'm on the brink of uh, a week with very very unseasonably low temperatures and so when the the overnight temperature gets down to uh, low teens or single digits or below zero 
that is very stressful for me because I don't have uh, a simple easy heating system so uh, I'm kind of stressed out about this week because it's just physically hard to be cold and to maintain uh, at some point you know I have to record how this whole fire thing goes this is actually the first morning I've gotten it to just go where it hasn't kept putting itself out so you think you're an expert until the next year rolls around and you're basically starting over you got a new altitude new wood uh, old stove but we're working on it but that isn't what I came to talk to you about if you saw from the title uh, I wanted to talk about this idea of inconsistency because it's something I struggle with you know I'm having this conversation in my head right now about where do I go what do I do and you know one of my great perceived failures is my radical inconsistency in how I communicate and what I communicate about and that hasn't really served me out in the world uh, it hasn't served my body in terms of healing because I'm jerking it around into all different kinds of uh, you know diet nutritional plans you know my a lot of my physical world is consistent my day is consistent but emotionally mentally and kind of spiritually you know I'm really inconsistent creatively I'm inconsistent energetically I'm inconsistent so you know and this has become most highlighted for me in my YouTube issue of never having a consistent set of keywords never having a consistent uploading schedule never having a consistent messaging uh, not having a consistent type of video I mean basically I've done everything you can do wrong except for a few hardcore people the view that are listening that still watch I mean I've never met anybody who's been as good at crashing her channel as me you know algorithm or not I have successfully managed to figure out everything one should not do in terms of a social media process because the only thing I cared about was the message and the truth and what I wanted to do uh, but the the you know the keywords kept changing and you know underneath all of it was this you know tiny core truth which I landed on decades ago I've never lost focus of that I've just never found a way to talk about it that connects with anybody and that really has been the number one driver of my radical public inconsistency but there is a reality to who I am as being inconsistent and that's an ADHD thing and so I wanted to it's a creative thing you know creativity isn't on a schedule uh, social media has demanded creativity be consistent and so we lose a lot of the best people because we demand inconsistency I was looking for a guy his name is Tyler Shelton and it's the, the North Kentucky Derby he wants to be a, a musician he wants to have a band his filmmaking skills are just so amazing his uh, ability to draw is so amazing and his ability to sing not so much and so uh, you know I was listening to him talk about his creative process and I'm you know thinking ADHD I don't know if anybody ever told you but he hasn't posted for over a year but his best stuff continues to be seen by more and more people and how just because you're really talented and you're a great creative uh, artist doesn't mean 
you will be successful. Just because you're a really smart uh, doctor or a really good soldier, all these things, just because you're really good at it doesn't mean that you'll be successful because the number one thing that we really want out in the world is consistency. We want consistent outcomes. We want consistent processes. We want consistent uh, experience, right? We want to know uh, when we talk to somebody, it's going to be the same way so we feel safe. Uh, I think one of the greatest tragedies is how we treat our animals. Uh, can, we want consistency, right? We want... I'm going to do something real quick here. I just switched off the decibel, so I don't know how that happened, but I can't... Uh, this is my no edit version, so I hope it's okay. So even, you know, my capacity to produce content is wildly inconsistent. You know, I've always got a different setup. Uh, my physical location is always in chaos because I really haven't uh, been able to figure out how to work inside the trailer. Uh, and even though I had electricity and internet at the previous location, I could never figure out how to work consistently because that place was wildly inconsistent. You know, there was constant uh, up and down with the internet, which isn't their fault. It's just the, the internet provider being in a rural location. You know, there was all kinds of noises because there was lots more people and animals. I mean, it was just wildly inconsistent. The temperatures were inconsistent. So, you know, everything's rife with inconsistency. And I, and I was talking about animals because that was sort of one of the issues was uh, you know, you can't keep them quiet. Oh, she just laid down, so maybe we can get through this. And, you know, we sort of demand our animals to be 100% consistent. And I always wonder about that, you know, because maybe they don't feel like going for a walk that day. Or they don't feel like being on the schedule that we've put them on. Uh, and they have no control. We demand their consistency. We demand their consistency in their reactions to us you know you need to love me we demand that of our children it's a really interesting question that uh, I don't think we really think about it just becomes something that's like a background issue that what's not brought forward uh, into our the front of our mind but I think right now out in the world it's wildly important because all of the consistency that we have laid our future in, that food will always be there, that energy will always be there, that water will always be there, that, you know, people in power will be uh, consistent. Uh, and they have been, but maybe not in the way that we thought they were being consistent. And all this information is coming out that's showing us that the consistency of civilization, of society, of culture is starting to break apart. And most people have a lot of anxiety around inconsistency. We call it uncertainty, but it's also really inconsistency. We want to know that things are stable so that we can function so we can make decisions. Uh, I was listening to someone talk about the scientific process. You know, the process of science is to prove consistency. But the higher order of the universe and its laws don't follow consistency because the underlying principle to cause and effect is consistent, but we don't understand it enough to know why the outcomes are inconsistent. 
the process itself, the law itself is absolute, but we don't understand it, so we perceive it as inconsistent. And that's just very unsettling. And so we turn to people who uh, will tell us that everything's going to be okay. We want to believe everything's going to be okay. Because inconsistency, which is basically uncertainty, is so stressful. And I wanted to say to myself, is there a strength in my inconsistency? Because it's not going to change. And the reality is the world is going to be inconsistent and uncertain for a very, very long time. And how to make peace with this, how to perceive it as a strength, how to find our way through it, I think is an incredibly important and valuable conversation right now. And what prompted a lot of this, you know, was two things. I was, uh, you know, we're in this period of time, you know, the word apocalypse actually means lifting the veil. Uh, And so we're in this period of time where the veil is getting pulled back. And a lot of information that was underneath the structures and systems that we believed were consistent and so we were comfortable and we felt safe are being revealed and all of a sudden there's this reality setting in that uh, everything I thought I could trust is being taken away you know the politicians are corrupt the healthcare system is messed up uh, the food systems are about to break down what's in the food is even more horrifying uh, you know the education system uh, all of these the energy system like everything that we have lived within as consistent you know we would go to the tap and the water turned on we would go to the wall and flip the switch and the lights would come on we would open our computer and the internet would be there and uh, we would search a term and we would think that we're getting the best and the most correct information all of this stuff is breaking down and the second piece of that is we're being shown what's underneath it what's been the machine that's been chugging it along and it's sort of this mix you know of really good people working really hard to keep all these systems going and then all these other people trying to tear it apart and manipulate it for their own good uh, you know I I have that book Atlas Shrugged and I've referred to it it's my picture I love where I've got the world on my shoulders and you know that's the overly simplistic view saying that uh, you know you can only fix corruption by stepping away from it Uh, and I think there's a lot of truth to that but the process of having it be pulled apart in front of your eyes is very unsettling and it's not just you know bad scary things I think it's just basic things you know part of that of this uh, conversation in my head started with uh, I don't I don't think I've talked about it. There's a woman or a young woman named Lauren Southern who uh, came onto the, the YouTube scene very quickly. She wanted to be in politics. She's very young, very successful, very quickly. Uh, and then she disappeared. And she has uh, two guys that worked with her that created these it's just beautiful cinematography, you know, telling political stories. And so she's been 
gone you know she got married and had a baby but she wanted to talk about why she was gone and so it was three hours it was really long but what was more interesting to me than the uh, politics and the people and all the craziness and the drama around the people I was really interested in a behind-the-scenes peaks of the mechanics of how she worked and how they produced content and what was included in that and that was to me was the more interesting piece because you know it's really I struggle because of all the limitations I have and I look at other people and they look like they're solo they look like they're just doing it by themselves and they have these big teams or you know they have different systems and different setups and it just looks so easy but I always feel like a failure because I can't get past you know all my limitations so it makes me feel better to realize that maybe you know there's I'm not crazy that there are some realities about why my capacity and my ability to produce content is so limited and not of the quality and caliber uh, that I wish I could have but what this is why this is what it takes this is the money it takes this is the kind of equipment it takes this is the kind of skills it takes and while I have most of those skills I don't have the time I don't have the money I don't have the energy and I don't have the physical spaces to do all of that but I still have you know very aggravating conversations about why am I so inconsistent because I can't produce what's in my head I just get super frustrated uh, and it comes out as wildly inconsistent because I'm like I have to do something and this is just one one tiny microcosm but you know the other bigger one was what's going on with the crypto and you know there's lots of ways to look at that there's lots of belief systems around that but to me what was the most interesting was the article I ran across that printed out all the money that was siphoned so you know the short version is uh, you know Congress uh, gave money to Ukraine to for the war Ukraine put it in FTX FTX then turned around and put it in the bank accounts of the Democrats who voted to put money into Ukraine and that's how they were laundering and so you know there's part of you that knows oh yeah consistently there's consistent corruption but to see it broken down by amounts and names and uh, consistency you know we think of corruption as something that's inconsistent that happens randomly but that it that the corruption is what's consistent you know the the that to me was really it's not that I didn't know it it's but it was fascinating to see the structure laid out so clearly that you know you just can't make that stuff up that's not propaganda that's receipts that's documentation Uh, and so it's a chink in our belief system that uh, that it isn't things that are uh, what's not that, that that what's consistent is the corruption and all the breaking apart and what's inconsistent is values that most of us hold of integrity of responsibility of being dependable and how none of those things are rewarded right how uh, you know it was so interesting to me to hear her talk about her 
uh, YouTube and things where she was not making any money in the beginning time. She was basically working for free. The company she worked for wasn't paying her. You know, she wasn't getting the revenue from the videos. And so, you know, you see millions of views and you think, oh, they must be rolling in dough. And she's like, you know, I'm a hundred dollars, you know, is all I have and, you know, sleeping on couches. And so it was really interesting to kind of see behind the curtain. And we're in one of those moments of time where the curtain is being dropped and everything that we believed was consistent is starting to break down and become inconsistent like supply chains prices inflation things like that and the it's being reversed what's being consistent is the corruption and the uh, control and the conniving would probably be another good word and like what do you do with that so again you know i'm like okay how can i create a strength around being inconsistent and this is one of the things you know I've known for a long time but I didn't understand it and the the only way to defeat the or, or that's not true the most powerful way for humans to not be controlled by you know the AI overtaking let's just say for lack of a better way of saying it is through our inconsistency because everything about us is being tracked we are being data mined constantly to fit in a box so that we can be controlled right everything about algorithms and and our online presence and our daily lives is being tracked and collected so that it can create a consistent means of control and humans by nature like consistency you know I don't if I don't have a consistent structure to my day almost nothing gets done uh, but it's really our inconsistency as humans that will be the most powerful tool and process that we have to keep from being uh, imprisoned and in a tyranny forever now the catch is is if you are afraid of being inconsistent if you're afraid of uh, breaking rules if you're afraid of being spontaneous then you will be swept up in the tyranny and its ramifications because their promise is ultimate control and consistency right it's sort of the difference between equity and equality which I never of course thought about but that's the break point equality is equal opportunity equity is creating equal creating uh taking away opportunity and trying to create everyone being to be equal and there's no growth in that there's no responsibility there's no risk there's no reward and you know nature by its very premise is consistent right we have four seasons but wildly inconsistent you know as we move into a cold front and uh, you know whether you believe it's a genetically altered cold front or a real cold front it doesn't matter if you're sitting in your house and you're cold if you didn't get wood if you can't afford to buy heat I mean it doesn't really matter who's pulling the strings for 99.9% of us we have to deal with what's happening and what's happening is incredibly inconsistent to what we were promised as young people would be the culture and the future and we invested in that and now that's all being torn apart and that's really aggravating and so 
I'm not talking about this because I have a magic answer to consistency and inconsistency, which is really, you know, certainty and uncertainty, but a little bit different, right? Consistency is how, what you're going to do and as you move forward, certainty in many ways is just the way it is. And so consistency is a little bit better term because there's a fluidity to it. There's a dynamic quality to our lives that nobody can control. And so when people say things like, well, I can't do anything, that's almost never true. You can do something. You just might not like what the results are. You know, one of the questions I always ask myself is if I was in prison, would I risk trying to escape? Uh, You know, the movie Seven Years in Tibet, you know, the character that Brad Pitt plays, I can't remember the real guy's name, he kept trying to break out over and over and over again, and they would punish him, but they would also punish everybody else. And his consistency was, I don't want to be in here, I want to try to get out. But how he tried to get out is his inconsistency, where ultimately he and a few others got out and his ability to risk his ability to go into great discomfort he and another guy you know have like no warm clothes hiking over the Himalayas right in in unbelievably stark conditions with not enough food or water that was a decision to break out of prison versus to just stay in prison and see what happens But most people in prison, most prisoners just accept their fate because the fear of doing the inconsistent thing might result in making things worse. And that's a risk. And most people don't like risk. They like certainty. They don't like inconsistency because there's uncertainty which creates discomfort. Uh, And remember, you know, I've talked about quite a bit now this filter of safety and comfort and how we make decisions in both of those categories is also how comfortable we are with inconsistency and consistency you know like I said if I don't have a consistent structure to my day I fall apart but if I don't have some kind of inconsistency right in my creativity in my activities within that structure I go insane and so it's not an absolute right it's something that we all have in varying degrees and so the reason I'm bringing it up is because like I said two things one you know I'm asking myself that question how can I harness my inconsistency in my own being and see it as a strength instead of being so upset with myself I just quit and give up because that's what happens I'm like that's I did and that's where you know I kind of flagged on that Tyler Shelton he he hasn't done anything for a year but he's was interesting he created this graphic was about why he would get stuck and why he wouldn't move forward and all these people in the comments said make that a print I will buy it but I don't think he ever did it right and so here he is this amazingly talented person but he like me is looped into this problem of how the inconsistency is the stronger driver when we've created a culture that demands consistency you know once upon a time creativity and art was celebrated for its inconsistency because you had consistent people like managers and businesses and agents and patrons who would come in 
and do all this other consistent stuff for you. Like I always think of Jackson Pollock, who was bipolar. And while I didn't get excited about his paintings, you know, when you read a little bit about his life, wildly up and down, you know, with the bipolar, wildly inconsistent. Most musicians, they like disappear and they don't write an album for five years. Like, what are you doing? And so we used to accept artistic inconsistency because we valued what finally showed up. And there were other people that did the consistent stuff for you. What I have observed happening uh, for myself and for others, those who have the capacity to be consistent with the admin, with the uploading, with the tech, with the money, with all this other stuff, they do very well, but they may not be the best creative people. Probably the best example I've seen is I showed you that store, uh, the boys who are now young men doing parkour. And, you know, their business model is very simple. We do parkour and we make films about it. But there's always at least five of them. Two of them are super creative and they do all the filming and the editing. Uh, one of them does the clothing design and I assume a couple other ones run the business or they have someone doing the admin. But because it's a small group, they are extremely consistent and their business model is so simple that they have done exceedingly well. Uh, but, but for people like me who are just on their own, we don't tend to do very well because we don't have that consistency capacity in so much of our lives and so our creativity just gets tossed off to the wayside and I just you know I've just been thinking a lot about that because everything else is breaking down so as as I'm sitting here struggling with how do I function in the online world with no electricity and no internet again you know I'm just like I want to pull the covers over my head but what's different about today for me and what's different about what's going on out in the world are two really important things. What's going on out in the world is because we've been so connected consistently for a period of time now that we can see the strength of being inconsistent by not conforming and just being afraid because our worldview was too tiny. We only saw our little community, right? We, you know, people used to be shunned and that was the great fear is your community would shun you and cast you out. Now, if your community shuns you and casts you out, you're like, who cares? I'll just go do something else somewhere else with some different people, right? There was the capacity to understand a much bigger world and it has so many places for people who have a different way of thinking or a different way of being to exist, and so that's really exciting because you can't put that genie back in the box. And for me, what's different about being here is all the things I can let go of now that I've been holding on to about ideas, about I want to travel, I want to try community, I want to do this, I want to do that. All of that has been taken away. I can't, you know, I don't have enough money to get a car. Who even knows if there's going to be gas? Uh, you know, my truck is never going to pull this trailer again. So if I leave this property, the trailer's not coming with me as my house. I mean, so many things have been taken away from me that have been constant pulls that have added to this stress about being inconsistent because I wanted things I couldn't get, but I'm stuck. And I've been 
uh, reduced to this is what I have and this is it. So deal with it. And But what's exciting for me is this location offers the potential for my own electricity and my own internet. Now I haven't had that for a really long time. I could have had it over on the other property but because it was belonging to somebody else I thought oh that's great I can just plug in and use everything. That did not happen. There was no it was just very uh, it was so inconsistent there that I did not have a way to build a system you know I would set up a desk in one place and then I'd go back on the next day and there'd be crap all over I mean I just could never get a system up and running uh, and I must have some consistency in my structure or I don't function but here I can have electricity and I can get my own internet. Now I can't do that today because I always have the money problem and also you know the future of the world problem. Will we have electricity? <laughs> Will we have internet? Will we need technology? Because the only thing I need power for is the technology. But I'm kind of excited because a lot of my distractions in the inconsistency world have been taken away and so we'll see what happens uh, I don't know what the future holds and I'm really nervous about this winter because it's going to be very cold like even the other day I couldn't record because the microphone was too cold I had to wait till I warmed it up so we'll see you know these low temperatures create a whole different set of issues very time consuming but I wanted to touch on this topic because it's happening all around us uh, and I'm tired of being upset with myself about my own inconsistency. Uh, you know I haven't been upset about what's going on out in the world. It's just fascinating to watch the inconsistencies becoming real. You know we've talked about it and we've thought about it for so long. Now they're becoming real. But I've been so upset about my own inconsistencies as a point of failure. I wanted to have that conversation. This is a journal question. Uh, you may not be consistent. You may be. Uh, you may. You not may be. You may be extremely consistent. So your question would be, you know, what can I do to increase my comfort level with inconsistency? Because that's what's going on out in the world. But my question, and if you are like me, wildly inconsistent, my question was, how can I look at my inconsistency as a strength? instead of being so upset with myself at, of it as a weakness and allowing it to sort of continuously cause me to fall apart and not be able to move forward. I mean I move forward in different ways but in a working art capacity. So it is now hot. The essence of the fire is hot cold, hot cold, hot cold. The fire heats up it goes out. The fire heats up it goes out. The fire heat is the best but it's the most inconsistent right it just won't stay lit it'll burn for an hour and then it'll put itself out I have to constantly attend to it and so that's probably a good way to think about inconsistency is it requires a lot more time and attention consistency allows you to tune out and that is probably the greatest secret of why tyranny and control can take over because inconsistency is more time more energy and often more money consistency offers safety and comfort inconsistency does not so these are how you reduce the grand abstractions out in the world into very simple things right if I don't consistently get up and tend the fire 
then the inconsistency of the fire stops heating and then I will be consistently cold. So just a uh, exploration this morning as we're on uh, you know the brink of I think what's going to be a brutal winter. Uh, we're on the brink of a wild and insane political climate uh, and that everything that we've taken for granted as consistent is about to go away in a way that most of us haven't experienced. All right, so deep breath, my friends. We'll hope this uploads, and I will see you next time.